Hi, Juan. How are you, Juan? Hi, Lena, how are you? Great. Yeah, I think people just use the old um, the old meeting and uh, I set up another one because otherwise they <laughs> they come on without registering. Um, ah, okay. Yeah, so they're, they are, uh, yeah, that's not good. Uh, including my host. <laughs> one second, let me troubleshoot. Um, sure, no problem. I'll be here. Okay. Hi, Elena. I've just joined in. Ah, good job. Hi, hi. How are you, Michael? Uh, doing well, thanks. Doing well. And you? Great, great. Thank you. We're waiting for everybody to come on because some people are not registering and so and they have to register. Okay, Gillian, you made it. Good job. Okay, perfect. So let me make you the co-host. All right. Good job. Gillian? Okay, we we can hear you, but actually let me start my microphone okay Gillian we can hear you darling um, make sure you you figure out the mic oh here maybe now unmute there you are yay I had to do it from my phone yeah ah okay were you logging on to the um, the old the old uh, meeting, huh? No, I went to the email that I just logged registered to, and yeah. uh, it said a meeting was in progress. Yeah, I think you were on a different link, um, but that's okay. Here you are. That's what matters. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So. You set up the presentation. Let me see if I can get in from my computer. Hi, everybody. If you can. If not, we as long as we have your audio. Uh, do you see? Do you see the screen? Yes. Okay. Okay, that's all. Maybe stay on here. <laughs> okay, I will unless you see me. Oh, wait a minute. I think I got it. Great. So okay. we made it happen. Welcome Jody, Gina, Dr. Gina. We got some competition today from the real doctors and physicians. <laughs> That's good. So um, let me see in the chat box. Um, let me see in the chat box on a scale one to 10. So today's mastermind main topic is health and wellness or um, well-being on a scale one to 10, 10 being the, the, the health you could be, the healthiest you could be. There's no right or wrong, but self, 
self-assess uh, here. How, how um, healthy do you think you are? Zero to 10, okay? And then we'll ask you the same question at the end after we give you the information and see, and see what you think. So um, for me, for me, um, I think I am eight and a half, nine, so 8.75. There you go. <laughs> I'm quantifying. What about you, Jillian? Eight to zero to 10. Jillian, did we lose you again? Jillian? Here I am. Ah, okay, good, good. Yeah, okay. I don't know why. It's... There we go. Now I'm looking good. Ah! So, one, eight, <laughs> Jody, five, Gina, seven. Okay. Michael, close to, okay. So, maybe five. So, maybe seven and a half, huh? In between. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly scotch, huh? All right. Thank you for your honesty. Um, okay, good. <laughs> Perfect. So let's um, let's get started. So I want to introduce you, um, my co-host for today, <laughs> host of the most, Miss Gillian McKenzie from New York City. She's lived all over the world. She has relatives, including physicians who live all over the world. Um, and, um, you know, she comes from a medical background, so where she worked for, for many decades until, um, and, until she got kind of upset about the system and the bureaucracy of the system and so decided to take health under her own hands and then started explore, exploring other careers such as real estate and now she does work with a very, very successful brokerage in Manhattan, yes. New York City. And uh, we've done the math and realized all the money that she's able to save in, in being healthier, in implementing these health best practices that we will share with you today and mastermind about, then she has been able to basically create an empire in New, York, in New York City and help her clients do the same. And as you know, uh, New York is probably the most expensive city on earth. So if, if you can save money from, from being healthier and invested in real estate in New York City, you're automatic, automatically a multimillionaire. So thank you, Jillian, for doing this for free for all of us friends and help us really have an amazing year and decade full of health because that's always the number one priority. Yes? So yes. let's give Gillian a, a warm welcome. Welcome, Gillian. Thank you for being here. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So tell us about your shocking research. Well, um, as the slide is up saying, I have found, and most people know if you follow the news or even uh, if you happen to have to go to the doctor, that the U.S. say has a healthcare system that's bankrupting the world. One of the reasons is the soaring cost of prescription meds. 
Um, right now, I believe they are trying to get a bill passed in Congress to lower drug prescriptions. Um, yes. Uh, so we, we write to our congressmen to help to move that along, you know, because prescription, to me, I feel personally that meds are a business, you know, it's not even to really help you get well. <laughs> they make, they make their money off of the sick. Yeah. So, um, most doctors just treat the problem and not the source. And the reason for that is because while they're attending, and I do have physicians in my family, when they attend medical school, they are not really focusing on nutrition. You know, they're focusing on diseases. That's so we, right. And let's hear it from the doctor itself. Dr. Gina, is it how many uh, courses in nutrition did you have in med school? Well, uh, actually none. <laughs> uh, any nutrition information that I got is gone from my own researches, and I totally agree with what Jillian's saying. Without taking the light of uh, the shine of her presentation, most of our problems come from nutrition. However, the medical system in the UK, because I am living in the UK, is heading mm -hmm. similarly to the US, and it's all about money-making business. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, doctors and patients are victims uh, to some extent. Correct, I agree. That's right, but you know better, thanks to all these masterminds and the work you do. And actually, Dr. Gina is gonna do a special presentation for all of you live in Italy this summer. Oh, and uh, there you go, oh. but that's more to stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Thank you, Gina. Yeah. No worries, no worries. Tell us more about this research, Jillian. So, uh, so along with that, um, another big problem it, coming from, like she said, from what we're eating is obesity. Our world is just getting fatter, you know, and this is causing an increase in many diseases such as uh, diabetes. They're seeing this on the rise, um, coronary artery disorders, high cholesterol, high blood pressures, and many cancers they're finding are now um, coming from our food, our food sources and how it's prepared and, um, you know, our diet and what we're consuming. So, like I said, this is going to be our topic. Yes. So, again, I'm not a medical doctor. Well, we're not medical doctors. Elena is a scientist. And this information, again, is just gathered from um, my own research from dif different doctors such as um there was a slide there um dr elstein dr mcgregor dr um ormish i don't know if you guys have heard of any of these guys but they are the dr campbell he's the author of the china study if you get a chance that's a good read that's a good yeah. read and they do have it on audio too thank so, you and we'll send you all of these um at the end so you you have it Okay, right. thank you. So to get us in the mood, the amazing yeah. has prepared a powerful visualization to get us healthier. So let's relax in our chair. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your eyes, please. Take Just some long, deep breaths in and out. And listen to what Jillian has to reveal. Yes. Now I just want to imagine 
visualize a green pea. That's right, just a little green pea. And he's sitting there and then along comes a 10 pound bag of potatoes. So we see the green pea and the sack of potatoes. Now the green pea has to take that 10 pound sack of potatoes and just drag it, drag it across. Just go along, he's sweating, he's panting, this 10 pound bag of potatoes. Now we see all of this. Now I want you to imagine that little green pea is your heart and that 10 pound sack of potatoes is your body when you're overweight. <laughs> so the outcome of this is that we have to get rid of some of those potatoes so our little green pea friend can have a happier, easier time in traveling. Okay, you can open your eyes. Thank you. <laughs> Was that a powerful visual or what, everybody? Let us see in the chat box or you can share out loud and unmute yourself if you had any insight from this metaphor and analogy. Just a metaphor. Michael says that's a bit, I already see it. <laughs> Gary, yes, it was powerful. That's right. Yes. So with that, that's just to take note that, you know, one thing we have to do if, you know, anyone, even myself, I can lose a few pounds to help my heart get healthy is to get my proper weight down and get to the proper BMI that we should be at. And this way we can keep our hearts strong and not have to it work over time. Yes. And by the way, if you need your BMI checked, even any gym will do it for free or any health food store, they'll do the calculation. They have the charts. You can probably even find it online, the table. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just like to read a study. Um, and it was a study done with about 20, 23,000 people. And it found that exercising three and a half hours a week, not smoking, eating a healthy diet, and keeping a healthy weight prevented 93% of diabetes, 81% of heart attacks, 50% of strokes, and 36% of all cancers. I found that just to be amazing. Just to be amazing. So, you know... From that, you know, I'm a little nervous, so just bear with me. You're doing great, Gillian, and yeah. um, absolutely. So, and to, to you know, just we're presenting the research, so you guys can use your own critical critical thinking and mastermind. Right. Even last night on Amazon Prime, uh, was watching another documentary about this called Fasting. There are seven type of fasting you can do, whether it's just juicing or or you know, take it easy for one meal, et cetera, et cetera. That also medical-based, there are clinics where you just are, are observed by doctors and you, um, and you fast, whether it's for an hour or a day or half a day or more, and, and, and all your blood work is checked. So some cancers, some other diseases that they don't have any cure were cured just by fasting, which is basically 
more, uh, manipulating the nutrition, our nutritional intake. So there is more and more research, you know, um, it's not a sexy topic because of course, you know, McDonald's wants to keep selling. So, but <laughs> um, it, it facts and science don't lie. Correct. One of the fast things you're talking about, a lot of doctors are now recommending intermittent fasting. Uh, they suggest, you know, you, in other words, you eat during eight hours and then for 12 to six hours you're fasting and they're fine. That's helping a lot with uh, lower blood sugars in the mornings and, you know, lowering your blood pressure and things like that, which is a good thing in your cholesterol and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and by the way, feel free to join our free 2020 Power Health Challenge uh, at any time. We share a lot of, a lot of um, ideas, recipes, insights, and it's called um, the documentary, Dr. Gina, is called Fasting. Yes. So the, I guess we're going to why is eating animal products not recommended? Well, one of the main reasons is because animal consumption is the main source of saturated fats. You know, this is the only place where cholesterol is found. And um, again, that's in animals. So what do we do? We need to cut or lower our meat and dairy in our diets and we can reduce our levels of cholesterol. Um, you know, a dairy is not recommended because it is the number one source of saturated fat. And we have to keep in mind that milk, when they produce milk, they take it from pregnant cows. And if you think about that, when the cows are pregnant, they do contain hormones. And cheese, which was my, was my favorite, that's another process along with making of high fat and sodium, uh, sodium. <laughs> this was in an article I found by Dr. Um, Bernard. It was pretty fascinating. So if you you know, it's a one hour presentation, but if you get a chance to go on YouTube, I would suggest that you look it up or um, again, um, Dr. Elena, she will give you the um, sites at the yes. end. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I have to say, I come from a, I come from Italy, as you, most of you know, and I actually come from a dairy farm that, that uh, makes a lot of the Parmesan cheese. You've all had Parmesan mm -hmm. cheese. It comes from my region where I was born. So I grew up on a lot of milk. Um, I'm now vegan, plant-based. Uh, I, I do think, yes, the, the, the cows there are, are in better shape than in um, many other parts of the world, but definitely, um, definitely what they're always pregnant, you know? So, yes. so the milk has produced, has continues to produce, you know, just normally, mammals like us where we don't have milk unless we're pregnant okay. so being always being pregnant is not a natural state right mm -hmm. um artificial insemination so um so definitely it is it is hormonal and although milk may have some good elements like like other vitamins and calcium it's not the only element that has uh, calcium and uh, vitamins but um you know, for cholesterol purposes and for health purposes, if you can 
experiment with reducing it and see how your body does measure your blood work. And then you can uh, feel your body and listen to your body and decide for yourself what's best for you. Right. So as far as with like, well, where do we get protein? That's usually the number one. I'm, I myself am a whole food plant-based diet person, you know, and, um, Actually, just to share on a personal note, when I, I was vegan, uh, well, I'll say vegetarian, maybe for the past five or six years. And then last year, I, did, I gave up dairy, which was mainly cheese. And from doing that, I've lost 20 pounds. If I had known that before, I would have been stuck <laughs> eating cheese. But yeah, when I gave up the dairy, no eggs, nothing like that, I, the weight did just drop off. And it had dropped off previously when I had turned um, vegetarian. So just a little side note with that. You know, but on the journey, my main question is, is, well, where are you getting your protein from? Because everyone just assumes protein comes from meat. And actually, you can get a lot of your protein from the actually the same place that animals do. And that's from the grass, vegetables, and stuff that they eat. Only difference is now the cows, um, chickens, whatever the meat that's produced and we eat now, they're giving grains, which that's not natural for them either. So it's kind of upsetting. So anyway, that's where you would get your, pro your uh, protein from is a lot of vegetables and stuff that we eat. They're high in protein. Yeah. And with the, yeah, vegetables do have protein. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they do. They do. They do. And of course, beans, nuts, seeds. Mm -hmm. And uh, some uh, in this country, at least the U.S., a lot of soy, which tastes delicious, but has been genetically modified. That's, mm -hmm. that's a whole other can of worm, which we're not going to cover oh. today. But. Um, so do be careful because uh, if it weren't genetically modified, it would be good. But it even uh, because of the cross pollination of the seeds, even um, even uh, soy that's supposedly organic is still mm -hmm. be a little GMO, genetically modified. So so um, I personally don't don't recommend too much soy intake. But there's a million other sources um, from. Uh, um, Almonds. Yes, all, all the different nuts, all the different mm -hmm. pumpkin, sunflower. There's some new seed from the Amazon called um, Sacha Inchi. Sacha oh. Inchi. I get them at any health food store. They also make it in Inchi. They make it in powder as well. Um, it is pretty good. Oh. And also lotus seeds. The lotus flower seed, lotus flower seeds are delicious as well. You can find that at any international market or on Amazon. Okay, great. Perfect. So explore, yeah. explore new uh, peas, any legumes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Chickpeas, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. And if anyone you get a chance, you can look up about other vitamins and minerals. This is another um, great doctor I like, uh, Dr. Michael Greger, and he talks a lot about the intake. They're finally mostly, um, if you're going, oh, there we go. 
if you're going to go plant-based, mo most of the vitamins that you might be lacking is the B12. And uh, myself, I take a, a, maybe 2,500 milligrams twice a week. And I feel great. I have my labs are not showing anything that I'm anemic or whatever. Um, I do take a little magnesium maybe two or three times a week, you know, but that's, that's just my suggestion. Anything Thank like you. that, you should talk to your doctor, yeah. Because mm -hmm. all these things we actually produce, um, vitamin D, of course, we get from the sun, you know. These different vitamins here are mostly in food. The iodine, you know, depending on the region you live, um, I, 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 from what I've been reading, people from England might suffer from depletion of iodine, and that's because they use the natural salts. Where here in the states, I don't know other places, we use the iodized salt. So you use your little bit of salt, not too much, and you should be okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Oh, yeah. We got a chat. Um... Okay, great, great to know, Michael. All right, let me share again. Okay, there we go. All right, so uh, why don't let's hear from you? Um, so we we gave you a little bit of research. What are what are um, in your opinion from now? You've been on this planet for a few decades, and you have. <laughs> experimented with uh, different foods and maybe you've traveled and also experienced different foods abroad and you know health is not just foods but is also fluid intake supplements the air we breathe yes. as Gillian uh, was saying the sunlight or weather um, pollution or less pollution stress how you manage that mm -hmm. um, and how you connect with yourself you know, in your own body. Some people call it meditation, but let's just, let's just hear um, from you. What, would, what do you think would be your healthiest lifestyle? So you, to, you told us you're a seven or an eight. What would make it a 10 in your opinion from what you have experienced and read so far? Anybody? Well, I can go. Yeah. Uh, what would make me a 10 it is to cut out all processed foods. I'm, I'm noticing even with the vegan diets, they're coming out a lot with processed foods and they're yummy too. The cheeses, uh, I, I particularly like the Daya brand cheeses. They taste real. Um, the Beyond Meats, things like that. But we have to keep in mind that these are also processed. So since we got like a head start of our education, let's not overdo it with that. I mean, it's good if you're going through a transition, if that's what you decide to do is to not eat meat and go more plant-based. This is a good option, um, but take care with it. Even myself, I, I love that Beyond Meat. <laughs> this stuff is so good, especially those sausages. But I have to take care maybe just to eat it once a month instead of every week or every day. And... Um, apply the rainbow, which would be, you know, yellows, greens, you know, to have my diet just colorful, eat a lot of salads. And there's a lot of great things you can eat as a health plant-based. I love chickpeas, make soups and stuff. So if I keep this up, 
uh, along with the exercising, that's another problem. You know, I have Lena knows that with me. <laughs> exercising, the going to the gym at least three times a week, or just at home doing some type of exercise, and uh, drink a lot of waters. Um, I believe. You know, yeah, maybe I'll live to a hundred and still be talking to of you. Of course guys. you will, more than that. <laughs> so I'll tell you what it is. Thank you so much, Jillian. And we want Michael, we want your opinion because you are yes. a paper artist. So I grew up, as you know, in a farm. Uh, besides the dairy, there was a, everything everything we uh, ate was uh, fresh from, from the garden. Fruits, vegetables, spices. So my mom, who never allowed me to go into the kitchen, so therefore, I'm a pretty lousy cook, but that's okay, because I eat a lot of raw, raw salad, so I don't have to cook. So she would say, okay, today we are making um, pasta with fresh basil and fresh tomatoes, go, 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 and, and fagioli, uh, beans, so go, go to the garden outside and get me uh, 10 pods, uh, three tomatoes, and uh, 15 leaves of basil, you know, and everything was super fresh. So then, of course, I moved to the States where everything is fast food. Mm -hmm. So in my student years, I was not very healthy. But now that um, I own my own home, although I mainly spend time in the desert, you still can grow as much as possible. So I have about 10 fruit trees, I have olive trees, and I have uh, two vegetables beds, and I do grow peas, uh, beans, mm. spices, a bunch of vegetables, and some grow better than others. So the fig tree is crazy, has grown 10 times in the size in two years to the point where it knocked over the wall of the neighbor, and the neighbor is not happy with me, so I have to get, <laughs> I have to get a, a contractor to fix the wall. Anyway, pot and root, uh, much like the, the, the position, and um, so I, I don't know if I'll stay in this house. Um, so my uh, landscaper, who's actually a farmer, told me that you can buy, uh, uh, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong. So he's gonna be doing that this month. He's gonna buy big, big pots and that go underground for a tree. So when you move, you just extract the pot um, and it's easier to move the roots onto another, another um, property. How does that sound? That's interesting. Yeah. So you can do more and more of your fresh. And if you live in an apartment uh, like uh, Jillian, because that's yeah. all there is in Manhattan, you still can have a balcony or you can have some space in your, in your house where you can have big pots and still grow spices and small vegetables. So you, you can be creative and that will create a lot of oxygen and, and, uh, and everything is gonna be fresh with MSG, which is gone in 24 hours. What is it called? MSN, sorry. It's a very important uh, nutrient, which is gone after 24 hours that you, it, that you cut a plant from the ground. So things we buy at the grocery stores, there is no more MSN nutrients because God knows how long it's been on the shelves or in the fridge. So there you go. So that's, um, that's my example of lifestyle, uh, planting more. And although I'm pretty, I'm not, I don't have a green thumb, but I have a good person who's helping me. <laughs> what about anybody else? Let's hear, let's hear. And you'll get a chance to try the fresh 
lifestyle in Italy this summer at our leaders retreat. Farm to table. Yeah, lots of restaurants. There's more and more even here in Vegas that are strictly sustainable. Farm to table. So mm -hmm. farm to table, they have their own um, farms they source their produce from. So everything is fresh. I recommend those type of restaurants if you go out to eat. They have one, yeah, they have one on the East Coast. Uh, I don't know if it's there. Uh, Misfits. Ah, yes, yes. I've yeah. been to that one. Nice. Yeah, so that's another option, too. I do grow in the summer. I do grow my own herbs on my balcony. <laughs> this summer, I'm going to try tomatoes and cucumbers. <laughs> there you go. So, what yeah. about Gary, Jody, Dr. Gina, Juan, Michael, Veronica? We would love to hear from you. What would make it a 10 healthy lifestyle, level 10, for you? There's no right or wrong. We're masterminding, and we're here to support you. So for me, I said, I put that I'm an, I like at an eight, um, only because I know that there's just more room for, for, for improvement. Um, I mostly, you know, I exercise every day and I eat, you know, mostly healthy. Um, but I realized that, um, you know, that, that skinny isn't fit. Right. So sometimes, you know, we see, uh, uh, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mostly slim, right? Just by, that's just my body type. But, um, and a lot of people are, but being skinny isn't necessarily being fit. And uh, so, you know, I think it's important to kind of- Healthy, you know, healthy. Being healthy, right, right. So being skinny isn't necessarily being healthy, right? Sometimes, like, um, I just happen to know people that you would think that they're healthy because they're slim, right? They're skinny. But really, you know, if they were to, you know, walk a mile, they would be winded. <laughs> you know, if they walk, a, you know, a few blocks, they'd be winded. They just couldn't do it. They couldn't, you know, physically, you know, move their own body. So I think it's important to just, for me, to find, you know, to have a balance of being, you know, physically strong and, uh, you know, mentally and emotionally and, you know, having it all together. So. Okay. So basically, what will make it healthier? Just to summarize for you, one. Um, what would make it healthier? Um, I think just uh, I, I mean, I'd probably want to be stronger, more flexible. Um, yeah, I think it would probably be mostly that, just stronger and flexible, flexibility. Do you need to change any nutrition? Nutrition is, I'm, I mean, I eat mostly, you know, healthy. I think, I mean, I found that for me anyway, um, going too far on the extremes is, is unsustainable. <laughs> mm -hmm. So like I tend to eat relatively healthy, plus I'm a Capricorn and you know that I'm pretty boring, right? So I can stick to, to a routine. But, um, but if, you know, I can't eat junk food every single day, but I think once a week, right? It's okay to, to treat yourself, right? To have uh, a meal that's maybe uh, a little bit more junky. And I think mentally, emotionally, it also helps break the routine. So it doesn't have to be a terrible meal, but it, it could just, you know, just to break it up. Because I, th I find that a lot of people who, you know, who start diets, um, you know, like most programs, they'll, you know, it, they'll last eight days, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then 
you know, and then they fall off the bandwagon. And then that's, that's, you know, that's not good. So I think it's better to just keep something that's moderate that you can sustain for a long period of time. Yes, Very a lifestyle change. Great. Thank you, Juan. We'll support you with that. Let's hear from our physician. Okay. Um, yes. Um, uh, what makes it, which, which I some of it agree with what Mikey was saying, um, mental health and, and emotional um, uh, health change the body pH. And when you change the body pH, even with the healthiest diet, that could affect the overall come of the sense what what we call health. So health is not only the food consumption and the exercise. All other elements affect the pH of the body. And the pH of the body is what may lead to a lot of the other, some of the medical conditions that we have, especially cancer and um, a heart attack and heart problems. Some people who had heart attack had normal cholesterol. So it's not necessarily cholesterol to blame. And so, yes, that to make it 10 is to achieve the balance in other elements. And that's what I believe is health makes sense makes sense so for you dr gina what will make you what will make you um healthier, healthier lifestyle uh, um what will make me healthier is uh, the essence of what i was uh, referring to is to get the right balance between my work uh, schedule pressure, other things that happening in life while maintaining a healthy diet and exercising. So that's why I put myself at seven because at the moment I don't think I'm there yet. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. All right, we're going to support you through it, okay? Sure, thank you so much. You are my hero. And you are ours, and you're going to give us more tips in Italy, and we'll, we'll, do, we'll, um, we'll, we'll do all farm to table over there. Absolutely, can't wait. Right. Thank you, Dr. Gina. And let's hear from Jody. Hello. Um, one thing I know I need to do is to drink more water and get more exercise. And I've got, right now, I've got a lot of emotional issues going on. And so I just need to get de-stressed, learn new ways on how to uh, be stress-free. So I think, and my eating habits, since I've been going through what I am going through right now, it hasn't been the best, but I am working on it. And for me, it's kind of hard because I'm not able to have a lot of the good stuff, the nuts, the um, the tomatoes, unfortunately, I'm allergic to tomatoes and some of, a lot of the foods that have acid in them. And for my daughter that lives with me, can't have a lot of the fruits and vegetables because that's what she's allergic to. So trying to figure out a good healthy diet is fun, but we do tend to stick to a lot of the salads. So, but yeah, I just need to change a lot of my eating habits and I need to start drinking more water. That's my biggest thing. I don't like water. <laughs> mm, okay, you you can flavor it like I do. I don't like regular water, but I drink a lot of tea or I put mint or, or basil. Yeah, that's in it. Yeah. So just do, I'm not an allergist, uh, but 
you know, just because at some point you may be allergic to something, it doesn't mean that you're going to be allergic to that all your life long. The oh, body is very resilient and heals itself. So maybe with um, some other better nutrition, you you um, then um, can retest yourself and uh, and your body may do well. With yes, yeah. I am. I'm proud of myself. I have. I am no longer drinking dark sodas. So I've done a big, huge step. I haven't had dark sodas in a long time. So I'm now down to like a Sprite, which is the clear soda, which I know is still not all that good for me, but I'm trying to wean myself off of that and trying to start drinking better. So, and I figure once all my stress gets done with, I'll be able to concentrate more so on myself and it's time this year, it's my year for myself. So that's one of my goals is to get healthier this year. Perfect. Perfect. So be it. And uh, you already are. Yes. Sounds good, Michael. Very good. Any habit you're going to change just master one at a time. So you don't send your mind and body into overwhelm. All right. So, um, Jillian uh, is going to share some more, some more resources in case you're a visual person, like a lot of men and like myself. So one is the, uh, a lot of great documentaries from um, uh, Super Size Me to Fast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Jillian has some, some other great ones to share. Uh, yeah, from Netflix. And again, we do not monetize from these, but I find The Game Changes is a good one to watch. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, Fork Over Knives. Uh, There's another one, What the Health. That's a very good one. And um, I'm pretty sure there's many uh, others out there, but those are good to start if you haven't, you know, if you want to take the journey. And, um, you know, those are a few to what I actually have watched Fork Over Knives and that kind of converted me. That's the one that is up for an Oscar, Forks Over Knives. Yeah, they remade it because I watched it again and it wasn't the same one that I made, um, that I made, that I watched um, maybe about like six or seven years ago. So, but I believe so. The game changes should be because yeah. they did some very interesting studies there for you guys. They showed that you can be a little, you lead, just one day without eating meat led to higher performance. <laughs> so there's something to watch. And with that, with, uh, you're saying it's that one as far as about making uh, I call, uh, small changes, I call those baby steps. And that is so true. You know, um, you can start off with just like um, maybe one day, no meat or one day, if you eat meat three times a day, just cut it down to once a day, just these small little changes and start seeing how you feel. I am definitely not converting anyone. Like I said, I, 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 I am now a vegan myself, you know, onto Whole Foods, but I do feel better, you know, and that's how I took it one day at a time. Actually, as a vegetarian, um, I went to this doctor and I was shocked, feeling tired and everything. And I had a cholesterol of like 292. I'm like, what the heck is going on? You know, your cholesterol should be uh, 200 and below. Here, I don't, I haven't eaten red meat since 1980. I'm dating myself now. It's like, how in the world do I have high cholesterol? And that's kind of when I start researching and, um, 
my diet, even though I called myself a vegetarian, it was a lot of processed foods. So become a label reader too. You got to stay away from those palm oils and stuff, you know, and um, to Gina doesn't, not Gina, what is her name? She doesn't like yeah, water? Yeah. No, the other young lady. Um, Jody. Jody, yeah. I, I don't know if she can have berries, you know, but uh, if she can eat berries, she could put berries in her water or something like cucumbers and mint, you know, and that might um, help her, you know, like water a little better. Dr. Yeah. Gina says something interesting about the pH and I, uh, some studies I read, they were saying our alkaline body uh, cancer cells can't grow. Is that, have you ever heard that? Is that true or? Huh. I, I don't know, but that's a lot of doctors, or not so much doctors, but these scientists are leaning towards an alkaline um, diet uh, because they're saying that they find these diseases can't grow in an alkaline diet. Um, Makes yeah, and you can go online and look up uh, which foods are acid and which foods are alkaline. Oh, that is true. Thank you. Perfect. And yeah. uh, by the way, if you are allergic to nuts, uh, normally all you need to do to all you need to do is just soak them in water so they become enzymatic, and oh. then at that point you are able to tolerate them. So um, let's see. Um, we're going to share a ooh, a video right now. It's only a few minutes long. Um, one second. So to demonstrate what we're talking is by Dr. Uh, Campbell. Um, and here we go. You all see? Yeah, Dr. Campbell. Like you're really quite confused about this topic of nutrition which is pretty sad because now we know that nutrition ought to be the premier biomedical science of the future. America is suffering from diet-related illnesses. According to the American Cancer Society, men have a 47% risk of developing cancer in their lifetime. For women, it's a 38% lifetime risk Colorectal, prostate, and breast cancer are among the most common. Dr. T. Colin Campbell, a nutritional biochemist who conducted groundbreaking research in the 1980s, may have the secret to preventing and even reversing some of these major health threats. I had certain ideas that everyone else had, that the good old American diet is as good as it gets. Well, we got into science, I started doing things. Fantastic things, very exciting opportunities over the years. I learned that what I thought was true in the beginning is not true. Focusing on plant-based diets, he documented his research in the best-selling 2005 book, The China Study, co-written with his son and medical doctor, Thomas M. Campbell. The China Study reveals the dangers of consuming animal products and the benefits of plant-based nutrition. Dr. Campbell's team conducted lab research that connected nutrition to cancer. 
Their findings led them to the China study, a study that spanned 10 years in rural China. Most of our nutrition information, uh, incidentally, in textbooks and, and so forth, uh, is uh, based on uh, using Western subjects like Western investigators. We haven't taken really into consideration uh, other societies where their dietary practices are rather different. Of course, they get different diseases. So China was a perfect place to uh, look at this, uh, in a sense, look at this contrast. Dr. Campbell reported that when we were done, we had more than 8,000 statistically significant associations between lifestyle, diet, and disease variables. Disease rates among Chinese counties are substantially different, and this suggests that dietary and environment is likely to be more important than genetic risk. Researchers had to look at what each county's population was consuming to discover why certain Chinese populations had lower disease risk than others. And every disease that was common in one place was rare somewhere else. You could find one county where more than 10% of the men would die from liver cancer. Then you could go a few hundred miles away and you'd find that less than 1% of the men would die from liver cancer. You could do the same with cancer of the throat. You could do the same with having strokes, death from stroke. Every disease that is common in one place is rare somewhere else. And that means that all of the diseases that are common in China, or at least the diseases of middle age that are common in China, are largely avoidable by some humanly practicable way of living. Why is cancer lower in China than the U.S.? It's largely due to the prevalence of plant-based foods in Chinese diets, Dr. Campbell concluded. In America, protein makes up about 15% of diets, with 80% coming from animal sources. Chinese statistics show that only 10% of total calories came from protein, and only 10% of that protein was animal-based. The study revealed a strong connection between diets high in animal protein and cancer. Low-protein diets below 5% decrease enzyme activity and prevent dangerous carcinogens from binding to DNA. Even when that number is increased to 20% protein, the dangers of developing cancer only increased when animal protein was consumed over plant protein. Campbell writes, a pattern was beginning to emerge. Nutrients from animal-based foods increase tumor development, while nutrients from plant-based foods decrease tumor development. The researchers also looked at casein, a protein that makes up 87% of cow milk protein. It was found that high doses of casein could turn on cancer genes, but low or no levels turn them off. Cow's milk protein, casein, is a chemical carcinogen that is more relevant than any other carcinogen identified so far. According to Campbell, dairy has consistently shown an increase in prostate cancer probability, saying that those who consume the most dairy have up to double or quadruple the risk. Among these individual observations, though, there's a whole series of them that we've now considered. And that is to say that the higher the fat intake, the higher the breast cancer risk. Uh, the lower the fiber intake, the higher the, the cancer risk for colon cancer and rectal cancer. Nutrient quality is also observed in the China study. Discussing cattle rearing practices, Campbell notes that America's increased disease rates preceded widespread hormone and antibiotic use. Organic beef, in his opinion, has the same overall nutrient profile as regular beef, the same molecular structure that makes it detrimental to our health. The really important thing, in my view, is animal protein. And that's a story that's been ignored for more than 100 years. Way back when, when they were first studying the question concerning factors in diet that cause atherosclerosis, for example, 
they were at that time discussing, was it the fatty or lipid part of the diet, or maybe it wasn't protein. They made a conclusion in the 1920s, serious researchers did. It was more about animal protein than it was about cholesterol or fat. But it isn't just about what animal foods contain. It's also about what they lack. Plant foods are rich in vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, fiber, and protein. Plant-based foods ward off more than cancer, too. They can prevent heart disease, autoimmune conditions, diabetes, bone degeneration, and brain disease. Since plants are rich in antioxidants, these nutrients bind to free radicals that cause diseases like cancer and eliminate them from the body. Fiber is another important cornerstone to the benefits of plant foods. Dietary fiber is exclusively found in plants and critical for proper digestion. Increased fiber intake improves digestive health and may decrease the risk of developing colorectal cancer. Fiber is sometimes demonized for making essential nutrients escape the body too quickly. However, this proved false in the China study. Iron, a mineral that is often assumed to be lower in high-fiber diets, was almost doubled in Chinese populations eating a plant-based diet. They consumed 34 milligrams of iron per day from plant-based foods, whereas American intake was 18 milligrams per day on an animal-based diet. Now we have information that is really fantastic for the public to know. And they're not really getting a good opportunity to know that. And I'm talking about the whole food plant-based diet. What can the China study teach us? Western cultures may have advanced medicine, but we have extremely high rates of disease too. The China study reveals lower cases of disease when following a plant-based diet, and that proper nutrition, not genetics, is the foundation to good health. Plants have a dense nutrient profile, and as Dr. Campbell puts it, there are virtually no nutrients in animal-based foods that are not better provided by plants. Dr. Campbell continues to share evidence-based information on plant-based nutrition with millions around the world. That's it for today. Remember to subscribe and hit the red bell. New videos every Tuesday and Friday. We don't monetize from the... The vast majority of the people... Yeah. Um, okay, let me see. Uh, isn't, isn't it funny? Aren't you guys hungry now after seeing all that? <laughs> <laughs> but luscious fruits and vegetables and... Um, Let's see, where's my PowerPoint? Okay, all right. Um, what did you guys think? Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, I'll share something. Um, uh, Elena, you know that my, my wife was uh, diagnosed with breast cancer when she was 28. Yeah. And ironically, um, when when we went to the oncologist and it was like the first appointment and everything, like one of the first things that, that the oncologist did was give us a quick tutorial on cancer. And one of the, like the, like the history of cancer and the trends in cancer, and it was just like a summarized version of like, you know, cancer 101. And one of the first uh, things that she explained is that it's already been like hundred percent statistically clinically proven that when, um, just that it's a lifestyle. Of course, it can be genetic, but a big portion of that is is uh, is a lifestyle situation. And that when people like when somebody from Asia 
comes to the United States, automatically their chances of getting cancer go up like 60%. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just ridiculous. And um, so, so yeah, everything that's, that's there, that was there in the, like in the video is, uh, I mean, I definitely take to be true. I watched um, the, that documentary that uh, Jillian mentioned, the one on um, the Game Changers, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, as a male, and as an athlete, I can tell you that it's absolutely a game changer. <laughs> All right. I've known Elena for like 15 years and I know that she's been a vegan for a long time and I'm not a vegan, but after watching that movie, I was, um, I'm not a vegan, but I can tell you that I'm a lot more um, conscious of choosing plant-based protein versus animal-based protein. And that myth of, you know, I can, I'm going to, if I eat a big, you know, a piece of steak, I'm going to be stronger than if I eat, I don't know, garbanzo beans, right? Mm-hmm. That has been 100% dispelled for me. So I'm like, you know, a believer. So uh, for anyone that that helps, it's, uh, it's, it's true. I've also experienced it myself. Good job. Thank you for sharing. And for whatever it's worth, uh, the coronavirus, unfortunately, we have cases um, in a lot of places, including here in Las Vegas now, but it is from eating, eating meat, specifically wild meat, which should be animals, which should be illegal. But, um, so yeah, there's, there's viruses that come with it. I mean, there are viruses that come also from vegetables uh, that have been covered with, with, with pesticides and bad cow manure or, um, you know, that goes back to the animals. But yeah, there's m- many more we are susceptible to many more viruses from uh, from animals than from plants. All right, very good. So um, thank you for um, for being for sharing, being with us. Um, we want to hear your own conclusion. Okay, you were not, we're not trying to influence you one way or another. Uh, we don't make any money from this, right? It's not that we gave you our own. And and actually, uh, Jillian even has a, a gift for you um, in a moment, but what are, what are your own conclusion and, and what do you want to commit to yourself so we can hold, all hold you accountable? One thing, so that you can, you know, if you are a seven now, you can be an eight. If you are at an eight now, you can be a nine or 10 uh, level health next, which you do deserve. You do deserve to live long and strong, all of you. We need you. Go, go for it, Michael. Well, um, that video and the majority content today has got me thinking about all sorts of stuff that I tend to think I'm resolved on, but then it opens up again. Um, cause I do eat meat, I, um, uh, organic often, um, and farmed as best as possible and not prepared in extremely high temperature olive oil cooking. You know, I avoid the problems that, that go with it and, and I do everything else, but the increase in, in knowledge about what can be achieved by eating a, a sophisticated uh, vegan arrangement of stuff. And as I know your photos show Elena on, on your, your posting and that the, the photos in that movie, very impressive stuff. So I really want to um, increase my, my um, priorities there. I have since since this health challenge and some of the other things with coaching, I've um, upped the seeking out of farm um, outlets of food near Melbourne. 
So yeah. we've been out, out out shopping out of town and got some farm fresh things and that. Mm -hmm. I guess it's um uh, my my obsession though is just exercise, exercise, exercise. As far as I'm concerned, ninety nine percent of people around me can't last ten minutes with an acceptable uh, breathing at the end of it. And um, the fact that people can't do like I feel like I'm two hundred times fitter than some people, and I feel like I'm not fit enough. But something's laughing when I'm trying to work with those people. Uh, I'm looking at myself going, it'd be good if I could just be a bit fitter. I'm looking at it, I'm so many leagues outside of it. It, it increases more. My message to everyone about fitness is it doesn't take six months. It takes a day or two to see the difference mm -hmm. really fast. And um, so I really think it's a big, big combination. And I have to say that I've, I have a lot of trust issues with all of the research. I just think that everybody's trying to prove a point from an angle and I've studied biased research mechanisms before. And like, for example, I threw in the thing about the olive oil and the meat because half the time it may not be that fact that we're all eating meat that's got everyone with cancer. It might be, and like the, they did say, there wasn't a difference between extra natural meat or highly sophisticatedly produced mm -hmm. um, healthy meat that still had the bad stuff in it. Uh, but it could just come down to the to the cooking of it and all sorts of other aspects. So I think we just need to be hyper vigilant about how things affect our body and also think that body types, even star signs, I actually believe there's a health uh, a prescription for every star sign. And I think you really need to get in touch with the right food for you. And then you, you don't end up um, being eating what someone else is eating and having terrible health next to them who don't seem to be that affected by it. Yeah, definitely listen to your body and um, document it so you know when you feel better uh, as a result of what you have uh, ingested or consumed. And you are in the field, you know, you are in the um, nature health field, basically, Michael. So, so strike some, uh, some um, JV, joint venture affiliations. Maybe you can even barter with some of those farms that whatever they're producing. And maybe, I don't know, maybe somehow they can get you clients, you can do some work with them and they can give you free free products and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would absolutely love to integrate the growing of more edibles and uh, promotion of the, the healthy growing aspect of our diet and the importance of health altogether. I think it's a big part of what I'm about this year and I've really appreciated this session. I think it's great and nice presentation. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And you get the recording and the presentation and everything. Thanks, Michael. Enjoy with uh, this goal of yours. You're going to do great. What about Gary? Uh, we haven't heard from you or uh, Veronica out loud. Um, yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, I am the traditional Aussie meat eater. Um, so this has been very educational for me. Um, I've been familiar with the fact that alkaline diets are much better for you and uh, cancer for controlling uh, bringing on of cancer and uh, the ability to stop sugar in my diet, which I've done before, but probably not so much of recent. So yeah, it's challenged my beliefs and viewpoint in a few different areas, um, particularly not understanding the, um, the, the dairy side of it. Um, I don't drink a lot of milk, 
probably hardly have any milk. I don't have it in any of my tea or coffee. However, I am a cheese fan and uh, it's probably over, it's, it overtakes some of my diet sometimes and uh, then snacking after after dinner is the other culprit of what I tend to do. So there's there's a lot that's come out of today that is making me think about a few other things that I haven't done in the past. So thank sure. you. And be open to try, quote unquote, I don't like that word, but experience new, new, um, new, new foods. There are some uh, not, not uh, aged cheeses that taste exactly like dairy cheeses and are actually very tasty and nutritious. Uh, you'll have to go to a specialty store, but uh, I know they have them in Australia too, because um, Australia- Yeah, I'm, I'm actually good at trying new things. Um, and that's part of uh, come about because of the travel that I do. I'm always up for trying something new. I've probably been a bit uh, lax of that at home, but uh, yeah. Sure. And I know you started already with your quest of being healthier this year. So yes. uh, keep it up and have fun with it. There you go. <laughs> yes, I've made a note to plan it a bit better and not try and do it all at once so that I can make it a bit more successful. Yes. So I don't, I'm not a big drinker of alcohol myself because I don't tolerate it. I'm like out of it. Yes, I'm lightweight. But um Wine is vegan is and raw, it's just fermented grape. And I use it in the sauces uh, for cooking, then the alcohol evaporates and, and it just gives it a nice flavor. So, but you know, I've seen in the stores that they make um, vodka out of uh, quinoa or uh, some healthy grains that supposedly has less, um, more protein and uh, less carbs or something. I don't know. Uh, you, you can see what's out there if you must have a little bit of alcohol just for fun, okay? Um, and of course, there are, there are alcohol that are better with, than others with less sulfite, more organic and all that. Um, and uh, what about you, Veronica? You wanna share anything? Uh, I, I think I like to learn how to plant some vegetables. I've done some before, but I'm not consistent with it. But um, I think I like the idea of farm to table. That you know, you you can have have it fresh. You know, it, it makes a big big difference. At the moment, I, I'm getting some organic vegetable from the farm market uh, every week, but it will be nice if I can do a bit myself. I you, think fresh, fresh air and fresh vegetable will be great. Yes, yes. And you have access to, to farms uh, outside of London that maybe even deliver. Do a search like uh, farm to door. Farm to door. Like basket. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they are. I, I've done it before, but they're not so good as the farm market. You know, I go to the farm market. Farmers um, market. Yeah, and yeah. they they have the vegetable. They have it uh, the just the day before, you know. So it's a lot fresher. Yeah, but the, those who deliver, it will be a few days old, you know, because they need to pack the boxes, etc. Yeah. Sure. Some do get up really early in the morning and pick it up then and bring it to market. But since you are in the mineral and land brokeraging um, business, 
Mm-hmm. Veronica, yeah, you could just like Michael, you can strike some sort of joint ventures with those farmers. So maybe you get free, free health, healthy foods and you give them a discount or something. Something, something. Be creative, okay? And okay. We can help you systematize all of that. All right. So thank you uh, for staying with us over uh, over time it sounds like you're learning a lot and uh, implementing what's best for you for for an even better more fun and joyous life so jillian is going to conclude with um a nice gift go for it julian uh, jillian sorry uh yes well, I'm gonna for the moment give out my email if anybody has any questions about the research or where um, what else I can offer them as far as health. And, and of course, if you want to talk about anything, it's always free with me. At least Thank for the you. you're so yes. general. Despite her busyness in the yeah. big apple, pretty busy. Also, bustle there, and uh, you'll get the recording um, uh, by um, maybe even maybe even this week, soon as soon as soon as we upload it, and I'll put a copy in the um, in the private Facebook group for the for the mastermind. Let, let me give you the link again. Make sure to join. Um, Perfect. Does anybody else um, have any other comment or questions? Anything to share? It is a mastermind after all. I have one more thing to say. Yeah, uh, sure. Someone had asked about it, kind of, I don't know if it's just, as far as the milk with the scotch, and I said scotch was vegan. That's because, believe it or not, all wine isn't vegan. They add some kind of fish ingredients to wine so you if you do drink wine you have to be careful about that you can look uh, I guess go on a site and ask uh, find out Peter definitely has a list of which wines are vegan and which ones are not if you you know like your vino once in a while it's me to sleep but <laughs> so Absolutely. Just, yeah. yeah there are some other things that can put you to sleep I hear cherries yeah, or um, nice bath with salt, and, yeah. and don't look at anything frightening before before you go to sleep. Yeah. Just do your best and maybe do a nice visualization. There's a lot of them uh, on YouTube, so re-listen to the pea and potato one <laughs> that Julian did for you, uh, and so on and so forth. And do share if you find any good ones that you like. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Thank you so much, Gillian. Uh, Thank you. And uh, we are a, a healthy group, and we can do even better. And um, we're role models for all our loved ones, friends, and family, affiliates, and associates. Mm -hmm. So let's um, let's let's get at the level ten. We can. Level yeah. 10 health, okay? I wish you that this year yes. and always. Great. Um, anybody else has anything else to, to say goodbye with? Um, unmute yourself. And if not, we'll let you go. 
and um, come on to um, the group coaching on Mondays, if you like, it's uh, free. Um, and, um, and then you know that we also have this mastermind. Yeah, I'm looking for a co-host or a new topic for March, if you have one. Um, Gary has co-hosted one with me. Uh, one has co-hosted one with me. <laughs> so, and, uh, or if not, maybe a topic that we can, I don't need to have a co-host that, that you're interested in. Let us know. All right. And I think that's it for now. So, um, have a great rest of our ah, relationships. I like that one. Mm. It's Valentine and it's, um, and it's the love month and the most important relationship is self-love. I'm not an expert in relationships, so I could also learn. But yeah, we can do a mastermind. <laughs> and then you guys can teach me how's that. Uh, yeah, and we can mastermind together. I, I think I'm up for the challenge. Why not? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, if, I'll put it, if I can give yeah. my two cents, uh, like I said, yeah. I've known Elena for like, for like 15 years. And I've been uh, uh, together with my wife for almost 15, too. Yes. And Elena has, even though she says that she doesn't, you know, that she's not an expert in relationships, I can tell you personally that she's given me more than one uh, or two or 10 or 20 probably uh, uh, sets of good advice over the years. So, um, so yes, Elena, you're, you're full of wisdom. Oh, it takes one to see one. You've lived. <laughs> Congratulations. 15 years um, relationship today is not the norm. It's the exception. So I'm sure you can uh, teach us um, some uh, best practices. Yes? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But, yes. but, I, but I always go to you for, you know, for, for advice. So for yes. as a sounding board at the very least. So you've always I, given me good, good, good uh, wise advice. Pleasure. And you believe in stars a little bit, the physics, Capricorn, etc. Then, um, Michael, do you did you say that you do that too? Star signs, yeah. So you'll be able to share a little bit if you do re, if we do relationships, how to get along with a Capricorn, even in a professional setting, <laughs> or, yeah. or whomever you know, like a dragon. I'm a dragon in Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just quickly on that. I, I, a long time ago, it actually made me broke and a bit disappointed and didn't do it well. But I ran a business doing the readings of uh, birth dates and names. Uh, I'm a huge believer in it. I think that with a little bit more acknowledgement of it, uh, so many parts of our whole world would change. People would find it much easier and they wouldn't be asking, what do I need to do in this life? Because if they were around some similar types of folk, they would just feel it much more naturally what they are about. But once we're in this sort of equal playing field and everyone gets treated the same, I think we, we do make it very hard, especially on some individuals in that, in that spectrum, they just can't tune in properly. So I really believe in that stuff. And I think that I, do, I have looked at it from the point of view of diet and I've seen a few people turn their health around a bit from checking that out. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so you can give us, you can email me some, um, some, uh, a few teachings that you would like perhaps to share so that I can put my brain around it and help you make a presentation. Mike? 
I, yeah, quite likely. I'll, give me a few months of listening to all of the rest of you. And some of no, we don't have a month. We don't have a few months. <laughs> no, I'll, well, I'll, month, March is the next one. I can tell if you. you um, I think if you host the relationships one as, as one has uh, let us all in on, you're well capable of running that one. And I think if you do that, I'll contribute as heavily as you'd like. Really? Okay. But give us, give us some fun things about the star signs and the names, okay, for the next one. It's going to be, we don't like to wait. This is the year of the rat and we act fast and you can. Um, Gillian, all of us can tell you, Gillian was not ready, but look at no. her. It's a stellar job. <laughs> <laughs> she also wanted it to come after that. No, you're going in February. And she did yeah. great. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Gillian. So the next one, my friends, is going to be March 4th. Okay? okay. There you go. A fifth okay. you Aussies down under. <laughs> so, because it's only 29 days this month. We get an extra day. Okay, okay. leap here. So leap forward with your health and your love and your wealth. And I'm looking forward. We are all looking forward to reconnecting soon. And please um, do uh, connect with Jillian as well. Okay, you got her email as over there. Ah, yes, perfect. Sound Thank good. you, everyone. Have a good day. Thank you. Ciao, Belli. Okay, bye-bye. Love, Thank mom. you. Bye. Bye.